you can't fix. If you can't fix what's broken, you'll, uh, you'll go instead. It's Jay and Adam. It's Previewed. It's Previewed's Fix It with Adam and Jay. It's the slow inverted bullet you don't see coming, Jay. Heartbreak feels good in a place like this. I'm moving backwards through <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> oh no, fire is cold. Ah, I'm freezing and burning to death <laughs> at the same time. Ah, entropy, Jay. Producer Brian, I'm really sorry. We talked about maybe doing this episode backwards. The whole thing backwards. <laughs> we talked about doing the whole podcast backwards. Like after Jason, heartbreak feels good. I was going to launch into the fix. And then we realized that there's no way we're doing that. Look, we are still trying to, we are still trying to get new new blood on to this show we're still trying to get people in here we are not at a point where we can completely change our entire lineup we can't change the entropy of this podcast (laughs) (laughs) we just can't (laughs) hey peaches welcome to fix it we're friends don't let friends fix pop culture alone (sighs) i'm adam and i'm jay and you're our listener. Hey there, forward in time traveling listeners. Hey, listeners, <laughs> running on that entropy in the right direction, the way God intended. <laughs> 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 oh man, yeah, man. If, if if reverse entropy existed, the amount of religions that would pop up with all sorts of opinions about it. Any hoozles, welcome to Fix It. Uh, I am Jay. That's Adam. Uh, we are the uh, two co-hosts of the wide. Wildly popular uh, YouTube channel previewed where we react, review, riff on all sorts of pop culture. Uh, but uh, this is our podcast, Fix It, where each week Adam and I take a piece of pop culture that maybe missed the mark, maybe didn't quite get there, maybe had to go back in time and then forward in time, and it was in such a way and that it was so incredibly confusing, and we fix it. Uh, and this week, uh, if you can't tell from our intro or, you know, all the labels that you read before clicking yes, this thing. Yes, all the pictures, the cool pictures um, that we're in. Uh, we are fixing, uh, we are fixing uh, Tenet as we have a new, uh, we have a new Christopher Nolan movie coming out. Yes, Oppenheimer. Oppenheimer soon, yes. is coming out. And so we are going to be fixing another Christopher Nolan movie, Tenet, his most recent film up until Oppenheimer. Yeah. The time-traveling action spy <sighs> flick, Tenet. Yeah. That uh, was uh, was the movie that was supposed to bring everyone back to the theaters yes. during the forever time. They mm-hmm. kept pushing it back and pushing it back. Oh, no. Everyone's going to come see Tenet. You have, you have no, no idea. idea. <laughs> this is going to be the best movie ever. Oh, oh, these oh, these trailers with the... Oh, my God. You guys have no idea. It didn't do any of those things. No, no, it did not. It really confused a lot of people. <laughs> um, yeah, man, Tenant. We are fixing Tenant this week. Um, it should be fascinating. In the interest of full disclosure, this is the first episode uh, in a pre-production sense where Adam and I ha- kind of had to have a powwow in that we were both like, I we don't know what on earth we are fixing. 
I don't know how to fix this. I don't think I'm smart enough. I don't think my brain works well enough. So in order to uh, <laughs> in order to have an episode, <laughs> we're like, should we throw this one out? Uh, I don't. Th- hey, we've already watched it. We've already done the watch along. There's You've really done all the things. There's really no throwing this one out. The Discord peaches have already been have already been subjected to tenant as well. They did not enjoy one. One peach really had a great time. Okay, who they then they love the they love this movie. The rest of us just like, uh, I my brain is so smooth now. I don't what what uh, 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 like it's just they no one else had a good time with this movie. Yep. Uh, so that's uh, we're <laughs> so we're in lieu of just straight up fixing Tenet this week. Adam and I are uh, we have added uh, the reverse entropy. Of that is the main tent, like tentpole of Tenet's plotline, into other movies that we think might actually improve the movies. Yep, this movie. I we know what's wrong with this movie. We understand what you know where this script went wrong. But I don't. This is a, like a page one. You need to come up with a whole brand new yeah. Doctor Who episode there, yep, bud. Pretty this much. This is not. This doesn't, if you think about it for just more than a second, you're just like, this doesn't make any sense. Why? Yeah, so the long, so for those of you who have criticized that this is just a fan fiction podcast, it's only going to get even more fan fiction. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but just wait, though. <laughs> you don't know what movies we're adding entropy to. <laughs> reverse entropy. Reverse, for, sorry. Reverse it. All, Jay, as it stands right now, all movies currently have entropy in them. So, yeah. like... But <laughs> before we get into this movie, it. I think we should probably get to just uh, all the information from this about this film. Uh, and we're not forgetting it this time. Look at us. It's the one show that we've ha- had an issue with. Oh, I'm going into a different, the wrong section yeah, right now. You, you've jumped, you've jumped timelines, Jay. <sighs> yeah, I jumped. Oh, man. Reverse entropy. <laughs> 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 oh, no, I'm burning and freezing at the same time yeah, again, Jay. Yeah, my plan the whole time. Uh, but before we get into Tenet, uh, let's go to our favorite <laughs> segment. Uh, <laughs> uh, roll for Convo. Roll for Convo. We're Adam and I uh, just uh, roll a 20-sided die and figure out what we're just what we're chit-chatting about just today. Just gab-gabbing, Jay. Yeah, our producer Brian gave us 20 prompts. Uh, and I'm going to roll the die right now. Last week I rolled a nat 20. Let's see if we can do it again. That, my friend, is a 12. A 12, you say? Your comfort movies. Comfort movies. Com- what are your comfort movies? Oh, this is easy for me. Oh, okay, great. Um, heavyweights oh. is a big comfort movie for okay. me. I think uh, I think along with the short of it, the uh, comfort movies, uh, for me it's stuff that I watched as a kid. Oh, a lot of times. Okay. You know, it's like it becomes like emotional support movies. Uh, so Heavyweights is definitely on that list for me. Um, High Fidelity is on that list for me. That movie is like really like I, I shouldn't. I don't huh? think I should find that movie comforting, but I weirdly find that movie comforting. Huh. Okay. Um, there's like a different version of myself locked into that movie for me. When I watch that movie, I hearken back to a different kind of Jay. Huh. That. Okay. I Yeah. That's fun to go visit. I think I'm not, I have no idea what that even means now that I'm saying it. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's still true. Yeah. Um, a league of their own 
good comfort movie. Huh. Okay. But also, I think there is a there is a subset of comfort movies that not doesn't necessarily exist in like your physically. There is something so comforting about being a little hungover on a Sunday, okay, and turning on TBS, sure, to whatever movie's playing, oh, I and just riding it out. Mm-hmm. Like I'm, like honestly, you know what one of the most comforting movies of all time is, and it really shouldn't be for the amount of like for the amount of like like really intense scenes in this movie. Okay, dude, when you turn on Shawshank Redemption on a Sunday afternoon. When you're like nursing a hangover and just like hanging out, I'm telling you, man. Really? Oh, oh yeah, dude. It's just there's something about it. Do you turn that on or like or like Jurassic Park or like some kind of just like some kind of popcorn flick? Sure. To some degree. Yeah, that's that's a comfort movie right there. Huh. Yeah. Wow. Do you ever do you even have any reference to what I'm talking about? Yes. Watch it's like movies on cable on the weekends? Yeah. Yeah, man, that was my early '90s. Yeah, that's comfort. That's comfort right there. Like cut, you know, like specifically like t- uh, edited for for time. Yes, kind of flicks. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's good. What about you? Uh, we got a Knight's Tale. Oh, okay. Uh, let's see. I like Matrix. I like I like the action films of just you know. Yeah. Because the did- Matrix is a comfort movie for you. Yeah, man. Oh, it's that. That's the. It's the color scheme. Oh, the green throws you off? Yeah, I just find it, I don't know, I just don't, I feel like Matrix is a movie I don't feel, I'm not, you're not supposed to feel safe in. Oh, I just love the hero's journey. Oh, okay. That, that, that is my comfort, watching other people do their hero's journey. Yeah. That's. Embrace the power they've always had. Yeah. Figure out what's going on with themselves and like lean into it and like, oh no, I just got to be the person I was supposed to be. I just needed to be like, okay with it. Is there anything better than a story that when someone's the chosen one? It's 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 hard to it's hard to argue with it. Are you? I mean, I agree. I'm with not what being you, flipped. Okay, I just I, I was. I'm, no, it's like my that's, guard, my guard was a little. Doing that. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, some people also play D and D like that too, but you know, it's <laughs> some, some people do. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I don't know who Jay's referring to, but some people do. Yeah. 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 Yeah, the the extent to which uh, in our D and D content coming out very very soon, uh, bonus action. The the <laughs> Adam and I both think we're the main character. <laughs> you think you're the main character? Absolutely. Really? Absolutely. Wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's that's good, Jay, because the show should have six main characters. Exactly. There are exactly. six characters. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the whole concept. That's of the whole playing. concept. Yeah. yeah. We just got to share the spotlight. But the Matrix. Okay. Yeah. Oh man! But I also like really like like I know like there was there's this is weird, but a lot of the anime movies for um, the shows that I like like yeah. Bleach and Naruto, and uh-huh. there was a recent one with uh with Black Clover. It's the okay. How do we encapsulate these long winded, uh, you know, two hundred episode, three hundred chapter manga stories? Of this hero's journey of, you know, the kid who starts with nothing but wants to be the pirate, wizard, Hokage king or whatever. Yeah. And I was like, and then like distill that into eh, about 90 minutes to two hours. And sometimes they do and sometimes, you know, they don't. But like, it's just like, oh, they, they sometimes it's like, oh, yeah, they really did. Like, oh, no, my RP hero's at a low point. But then he remembers that he's got friends and he's got inner power and he kicks the bad guy's ass like, yeah, let's go. Woo! The, yeah. good, mu- the, the good music's playing. It's just like, I feel real good about stuff. Let's get him. 
Put me in, coach. Yeah, 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 yeah. Woo! Woo! Woo. Yeah, I like that. I'd like the Hero of a Thousand Faces stories. Yeah, I get that. I get that. Still, Star Wars is in there as well. Okay. I don't know if Star Wars... Scott Pilgrim a little bit. Oh, yeah, that's a comfort movie. That Yeah, that one just feels right. For me, Indiana Jones is that way as well. Oh. Mostly because I've just seen them so many times. Mm-hmm. Like, I, for me, I think the ideal comfort movie is a movie that you can put on and kind of ignore. Yes. Does that make your, any your sense? Your brain can kind of go... You can just, go, oh, isn't it fun this is on? I'm just like, folding ah, laundry and ah, just kind of relaxing with mm-hmm. a movie on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's... Yeah, have you... Oh, you don't really spend a lot of time on TikTok. I don't spend any oh, time man. on TikTok, Jay. The... The, the the trend of like people just like putting up movies piece by piece on TikTok. Oh Jesus. The amount of movies that I've like I'm like, ah uh, it's been it's become a running joke between me and, and uh, producer Brian that we just text each other like, Hey, what movie were you watching on TikTok today? I'm like, oh I just watched all the blind side. What about you? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, oh, man, King Speech is killing it on TikTok. I'm like, yeah, I love that. Woo! It's fun. Sure. Yeah, but it's just like every once in a while, I'll just send like, you know, I, we just send each other uh, TikToks of like whatever movie just got presented to us. Like I sent to him a couple of days ago. Uh, I think it was Remember the Titans. I was just like, all right. Jeez. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Well, that's quite the movie to watch on tiktok i guess in I a little three minute increments. yeah it's so weird like content you know the, the the way that we ingest content is just like morphing every day in such a weird and crazy way uh-huh. like yeah entertainment right now is in such a kerfuffle i don't really know well can i share uh one movie that i think no. will be a comfort movie nope, for me in the future on. all right i don't know if you heard this news this is actually good news oh what's up uh before everything went crazy this week with all the strikes and stuff um Disney announced that they're doing a Gargoyles movie. No. Uh-huh. For real. Kenneth Branagh's the director. Okay. Now, Ken- I'm now. Kenneth Branagh as a director is a mixed bag for me. Oh, okay. I mean. We did Thor. I know. And that was a good Thor. Yeah, it was a good Thor. You can do Shakespeare. True. Gar- him, he's doing Gargoyles. It's a little, it can be Shakespeare. That's book wild. Yeah, man. Well, we'll see if that actually comes to fruition at this point. We'll see. I don't, know, I don't know what's. I don't know what's going we'll on. We'll see. But all I'm saying is that you know our fix for the Disney live actions came out a couple months ago, and now they're announcing they got a Gargoyles movie coming. I, yeah, I think they're paying attention. I think they're paying attention. Just thinking. I'm just saying. Maybe the font of good ideas that's in this room. Maybe someone's paying attention. Yeah. All I'm saying is also you're welcome. Also you're welcome. We're not in the Writers Guild. We're not. <laughs> so you're just stealing from us. <laughs> so you can get away with it. <laughs> nice job. But, uh, yeah. I, yeah, I think a movie I can just kind of turn my brain off. I do that. Do you have any shows like that? Anime. Anime? Because you've already seen it? Like, you're watching, you rewatch anime? For some of uh, the, the, the bigger fight scenes? Oh, yeah. For me, that's hard. I, watch, rewatching through shows for me. Just like kind of, it just doesn't have the same punch. I will rewatch a show like five years after mm-hmm. that I've kind of forgotten everything and I can re-enjoy it again. But like when people are like, I watch The Office every day. I'm like, how? How? I was like, you already know all the jokes. What's the point? That's true. But well, it's a comfort. I, I mean, I, I, I'm i not going to yuck anyone's yum. I, I Jay, I, I watch the final battle of Endgame a lot. Oh, I do too. Just, you know, from the point where Scott's at the window, guys, guys, I think... Boom! 
and then just ride it yeah. out until Tony snaps and is just like, this is so good. I love this ride. Yeah. Well, I there's a, there's a, I think I mentioned this before, but there, I found a video on, on YouTube where somebody edited in all of the actual theme songs for each character. When no. They, yes. I want to so, see that. So it's, so it starts with Black Panther's theme. <clears throat> we know they're like, Hey, cap on your left. And it goes Black Panther, Falcon, and then like uh, Doctor Strange, Guardian, Spider-Man. Like it well, goes through everybody, but it's all synced and, um, chore- not choreographed, um, composite or composed into the Avengers theme. So it all flows very nicely one to the next, but it's distinctly like that's Ant-Man's theme. That's Iron Man's theme. That's Thor's theme. That's the Guardians. I must see this. And and then crescendos with the Avengers, you know, Avengers Assemble. And I'm getting goosebumps just thinking about it right now because it's just like, because the music in that scene was great. Yeah. But like the roll call and then the, with the, with the music cues, that we've spent 10 years, like, really, like, taking straight to the dome, straight to the heart. And it's like, all oh, our fans are lining up. They're all going to win. Let's fucking go. Like, it's so, it gets you that goosebumps. Like, yeah, let's go. Woo! Woo! It's real yeah. good. We'll watch it right after this. Yes, It's please. real good. It's real good. It's yeah. real good. I highly recommend it. Just, like, type in, I think, like, Avengers Endgame all themes, and it should pop up. Hell Yeah. Yeah, but that, that's that. the comfort. It's, like, it's that comfort. I like seeing the heroes, you know, rise from the you know the low point to overcome whatever obstacles in their way. That's my comfort. Yeah, yeah. I spent a lot of time trying to figure out. Um, do you know what would be a better song in uh, uh, Captain Marvel? Oh, than, uh, uh, than when, Nirvana. When uh, yeah, when it times Carol- out perfectly. Her going into the like her going into the AI and mm-hmm. like figuring out like and embracing her power and realizing what's been going on. Mm-hmm. If you substitute the Nirvana song, which he has no connection to, nope, none. reasonably, Mm-mm. but you you swap in. I think you make a running joke that she keeps hearing cranberries throughout the thing. She's like, "Who this? Who this? Oh, it's cranberries!" Uh, if you put "Zombie" by by uh, and just let it play through that entire fight sequence, it rules. It rules. Now, Kimberly came into my room and was like, what are you doing? And I was like, oh, I've spent the last 45 minutes trying to time this out. She's like, oh, is this for an, a show? I'm like, nah. No, this is for nah, me. Nah, this is for my own. No, nah, this is, I, I'm wasting time. <laughs> oh, the baby's hungry? <laughs> uh, he's, he's been crying for a while. Didn't hear it. I've been, I've been. I've been in my head. Zahumbers. <laughs> Zahumbers. <laughs> anyway, so Tenet. 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 Uh, you know, before we, can we kick it? I think we really need to kick it to Brian first. No, that's what I, that's what I was trying to do earlier before yeah, we reverse entropy back to the the segment we we're actually absolutely. supposed to do. And now we're back on this. Now we're normal entropy. Can you feel it? Just don't touch yourself. You'll explode. Apparently, even though they never showed us that, they just told us. They, oh yeah, we're operating by uh, time cop rules. Screw you. Time cop rules are dumb. Cause Jake, can I see your hand real quick? Uh, is is the same matter? Like, if you were me, is the same matter in the same spot? Yeah. No, it's not. Because what? matter, my finger over here is not in your finger. Because you can't ever actually occupy in the same space. That's physically impossible. Okay. I'm just saying it's always dumb. Okay. I've never seen Time Cop. So oh, you haven't I'd, seen Time Cop? No, I don't know what you're talking You've about. You've never seen Time Cop? I, look, we're not here. Jean-Claude Van Damme's guy. seminal time <laughs> travel cop movie? I mean, he I'll, does the splits on a counter. I'm sure. No, I'm no here. This I, was, and this I'm was aware. Splits time. I'm aware of Mr. Van Damme's work. All right, okay. I'm sorry, Sir Van Damme's work. 
<laughs> you show some respect when that name comes out your mouth. I'm aware of I'm aware of his abilities, <laughs> okay. and I'm sure it's great. But no, I've never seen Time Cop. Oh, we should watch Time. Cop. Let's watch Time Cop. Let's watch Time Cop. Um, okay, Anyways, so Brian, Brian, I, you don't like when I say it. I know. I'm just I'm just I'm just keen. So Brian, roll that beautiful bean fun fact footage. Thank you, gentlemen. I appreciate you trying the backwards episode, I guess. Today we're trying to fix 2020's Tenant, or apply, adapt it. Written and directed by Christopher Nolan, it stars John David Washington, Robert Pattinson, Elizabeth Debicki, and Kenneth Branagh. Tenet cost $205 million and made $365.3 million at the box office. Here's some bean fun facts for Tenet. It was delayed three times. Tenet was the first Hollywood tentpole film to be released after the shutdown. In the U.S., it only grossed $58.5 million. The rest of its box office was from overseas audiences. It won Best Visual Effects at the Oscars. If you care, this movie has a 69% on Rotten Tomatoes. Back to you, gentlemen. Great job, Brian. Well done, Brian. We don't have to reverse entropy you to try again. But we're gonna anyways. Give that turnstile. <laughs> Do it again. Do it yeah. But backwards. <laughs> Dork? <laughs> or, we'll, or we'll burn and freeze you at the same time. Yeah. Uh-huh. That's how, that's how... That's how backwards time works. Yeah, yeah. The only person to ever get hypothermia from a car exploding. What? <sighs> Back to you, gentlemen. If you care, this movie has a 69% on Rotten Tomatoes. It won Best Visual Effects at the Oscars. In the U.S., it only grossed $58.5 million. The rest of its box office was from overseas audiences. Tenant was the first Hollywood tentpole film to be released after the shutdown. It was delayed three times. Here are some bean fun facts for Tenant. Tenant cost $205 million and made $365.3 million at the box office. Written and directed by Christopher Nolan, it stars John David Washington, Robert Pattinson, Elizabeth Debicki, and Kenneth Branagh. Today we're trying to fix 2020's Tenet, or apply, adapt it. Thank you, gentlemen. I do appreciate you trying the backwards episode, I guess. Okay. Okay. I think we really want to get into this movie, and I kind of want to get all the business out of the way ahead of time. Sure. So I think we just got to get right into this plot drop for those oh, people right, who have the not plot seen drop. Oh, what's in the plot? It's the plot drop. Like, I think we have so much to talk about that I think we just need to, we need right. to make sure we don't forget anything and have to go back in time and, re- and uh, right. reverse entropy it once more. Right. Okay. I'm going to do the plot drop. drop. Plot drop. Here's what Tenet is. As quickly as possible. Okay. A CIA agent goes on a special mission at an opera to try to save a guy who's, whose cover was blown. The mission goes wrong. He gets captured. He tries to commit suicide with like a suicide pill, but it turns out that was a fake, and it was all a test to get into like a special organization called Tenant. What's Tenant? They're not going to tell you. No. Basically, the rest of the movie then is him. Because they don't exist yet. Yeah. He's trying to figure out what Tenant is. And he's just going along the timeline as normal. And, like, weird things keep happening as he goes from, like, person with some information about this MacGuffin to the next person who's got some information about the MacGuffin uh-huh. to getting to a, to doing a side mission to get a thing to free up information from a person to go to the next objective. Sure. At a certain point in the movie, uh, the our, our lady, who has really had a little bearing on the plot but was added after the first script of the film because they shot it without her in it. And they're like, oh, sure. no, we need a girl in this movie. So they d- rewrote the whole thing to have her be part of it. 
he goes up to a certain point where she's in danger and she gets shot. And he's like, oh, no, the only way to save her is to go back in time. Back in time! So all the weird things that we saw as we were progressing to this just over halfway through the movie was him coming back through the timeline of the movie, getting back to basically where the movie starts in the timeline. Yeah. And then we go off on a mission to get this MacGuffin and... (sighs) Two forces... (laughs) two, Two army forces fight each other. We don't know who these bad guys are. They're no. never truly mentioned. They're just no. like, oh, it's an evil mercenary force, but we have no context for them. But both groups are split into one half of the force is going forwards in time, yeah. and the other half is going backwards in time in what they call a temporal pincer maneuver. Yeah. But both of those forces are doing it, I think. And so things are exploding and then imploding. It's... It's visually stunning. There's a lot of really interesting things in there. I think this movie is incredibly shot. But if you're trying to figure out how and why things are going on, your brain is going to hurt. Eventually, the good guys get the MacGuffin, stop the bad guy from his plan of, oh, the plan. The the, the plan is the future is trying to destroy the past because we've used all the natural resources. Uh And they think that if they will exist in a world, if we never existed, they will just kind of like splinter off on a world that has never been used by us. And I don't think that that's true. No, that's not. Well, they even mentioned, it's like, oh, it's the grandfather paradox, which is basically, if for, for all of our nerds out there, the grandfather, that grandfather paradox was the um, age of apocalypse. That's how that started. Yes. When Xavier's son from the future goes back and accidentally kills his dad. And I was like, uh-huh. oh no, well, A, he shouldn't have done it, but it messed with the timeline too. Age of apocalypse shows up. Oh no. Yeah. But you can't kill your own grandfather because if you did, then... He, your father would never exist, so you can't exist, so you can't ever go back in time to kill your grandfather. It's a thing that cannot happen in time. Yeah. So they try to they say, oh, it's a grandfather paradox. They just like, we said it, so we're covered. Let's keep going. They don't, they, yeah, they think that they're immune to it for some reason. Does it take time travel? We've built an algorithm, which is apparently modern sculpture for some reason. Okay, this is nukes. I don't know. It's very dumb. And it turns out that one one of our the, our partner guy throughout the whole movie uh, met our guy in the past and his destined to die. And now he's going to go die. But it's just the beginning for his. It's it's really it's just it's so freaking smart that it's just dumb. Yeah. <sighs> so the. Mm, I can't tell if I liked this movie or not. Well, I saw it for the second time this past week with the Peaches. And so I I think I appreciated the movie more the second time. Okay. Because I had some of the, you know, I was like, oh, okay. I got some of the plot points in my head. So I was like, I was able to absorb some of the other things going on. But it wasn't a fun movie going experience. No. It's not fun. This movie is not fun. Like, for example, fun Nolan films, obviously the Batman films. Yes. They're fantastic. The Prestige, that's a great it's ride. It's his best movie. Yeah. Full stop. And uh, I also loved Inception because that, that MacGuffin of when you dream, time runs at a different time depending on what level of the dream you're in. Like, yeah. That, you set this up, you had a, had a graph, and then you kept showing me throughout the third act of where things were on the timeline. That worked out great. This is like, oh, I want to play with time. Like, this is too convoluted. Also, you're taking time travel too seriously. 
Yeah. That's the thing. I think this movie takes it takes the concept so seriously that it actually like you there's the concept could have led to a much more clever screenplay and a lot more clever twists and turns, mm-hmm. but it actually exists in the realism to uh, to it to a degree that it's kind of boring. It's highly They were like it's science and I was like I believe you because it's kind of boring. Yes, uh, it's, it's your your re- your realism, your science is getting in, in the way of a good story. I also just don't understand how it works. Like, I you, the movie says, don't worry about it that much, and then it presents a lot of sequences that really make you think about it. Re- what's happening really hard in a way that I'm like, you, the movie told me not to not to think about it, just feel, but then presented me a lot of situations where I didn't, I had to think really hard about what was actually happening. Yes, and I just, it's the kind of thing where I was like, I got halfway through and I was like, am I smart enough for this movie? I don't, I'm not sure. And then, and then, a certain part of the movie is like you gotta stop thinking so linearly, man. And I'm like, yeah, I, I agree. But also, that's how everything works. <laughs> so like, yeah, you just like you just took a really like a really difficult concept, traveling backwards in time. Yes, but while still existing in the actual like, yeah, it's a one for one. Like you're not just jumping; you're actually travel. You're actually going backwards on the timeline. Yes, which is. Which is fascinating. Yeah, and the choreography was great. Like, yes, all that stuff. Like when he steps, you see the puddle like first, before, and the and the the puddle and his foot meet at the same time. Some of that stuff, a little bit of that, fine, but a lot of that, you're making my brain hurt. This isn't fun anymore. Yes. What's stop? The fire actually freezes because it's reverse entropy. So like the the the, the, the heat's getting sucked out. Like you can't breathe going backwards because of the membranes in your lungs or whatever. Like yo, man. No, that's too... Air still exists in time where you are. You're breathing. I'm sorry, you're just breathing? Yeah. You just should be able to breathe the air. Uh-huh. Stop. Stop. That's just like... if, And that may be like if they even thought about it and like crunched the numbers with scientists. Like, what would happen if we actually... It's like, oh, well, we'd have a hard time breathing. Or light would... You know, like you can't travel at the speed of light because then you'd be... Your eyes wouldn't like... Just shut up. Yeah. Just shut up. I'm trying... The splash can run at the speed of light and he can still see... I know the reality of a death wouldn't work that yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. But I know, please just yeah. shut up. This let's can we have fun? Can yes. we have fun? <clears throat> this movie did not want to have fun. Yeah. And it also didn't it uh, it purposely didn't want me to connect with a lot of characters and that like the main character is called protagonist. He is called protagonist. No name. That is his character name. Yep. And I can appreciate that choice from an artistic perspective, but you've alienated me as an audience. Yeah. And you also have made me like he like really cares about this gun runner's wife for some reason, but we're never it's never fully explained. Oh. It's he just he just, uh, w- there's a lot of people we're, we're supposed to care about his relationship with Robert Pattinson. But once again, we don't care. We don't care. Because apparently their relationship is in the past that he hasn't gone to yet. His future, yes, and Robert Pattinson's past. Which is a fascinating concept if you show us and not tell us it. But we already did this in Doctor Who. That's why I'm wearing this shirt. It was River Song. Yeah. River Story. Was was what they were trying to or, or attempting to do, but in re- reality, I was like, "Man, that's not spoiler, sweetie. It's not. It's how <sighs> no, Christopher Nolan clearly and I. We have not seen Oppenheimer yet because we we're not you know sped up entropy at all. 
uh, I'm assuming, you know, that movie's probably really good because it's just about a, you know, a set thing that happened in the yeah. past. Because I'm trying to be anything, I don't think there's any, you know, weird MacGuffin of time telling the Oppenheimer story or, you know, the, the Manhattan Project in a weird, you know, convoluted way. But when he, he needs someone around him to be like, hey, that's really clever. But have you thought about making this entertaining for the audience? Uh, yeah. Cause like, and herein, but but herein lies the frustration with I think the movie as a whole and Christopher Nolan as a as a filmmaker. I can't, I can't necessarily argue that it. This movie is kind of like, this movie is very competently shot. Oh, it's very well it's shot. Very well thought through. This yes. movie is not made flippantly not in at any all. way. Not at so all. So at a certain point, it's like I, I'm like I don't disagree with any of your choices. Christopher, but I don't, but they just didn't work. It's the kind of thing where I'm like, you know, it's, I mean, you know, it's not even like this movie. Oh, this movie isn't for anyone. I'm like, I think this movie is tough for most people, but like, I think that's this movie kind of eventually when you have Christopher Nolan, who is just like, honestly batting a thousand, this is inevitably going to happen. Well, interstellar. I thought Interstellar was awesome. Really? I loved loved Interstellar. You did? Yeah, I just, I don't know, something about it. Wow, okay. I It was here's again, the thing. Time travel. The only you, here's why you didn't like Interstellar. Wow, was that movie very very dark and sad. Really in the in the large scope of the grand scheme oh, of everything. Oh, I didn't like Interstellar because it was just so damn long. And then at the end it's like you fell into a black hole and now you're trapped behind the bookcase. No. No, I no. I didn't love the ending, but I thought I thought no, the movie writ large doesn't was fun. make any sense. That's that that's not a good. I I see what you're doing. Nah, man, that's I gotta. Mm, nope. No, but again, he. I mean, if he loves messing with time, that's great. Yeah, there's different ways of doing it. Interstellar, you know, was interesting. You know, with with because that's what um. Uh, I mean, the writer is a horrible person, but the Ender's Game series of time travel being like, no, if you're going to go at light speed to travel to another planet, you're going to miss out on like 30 years of yeah. actual time. And they, they play with that concept. Like, that's co- cool. That's how it works. I, I get that. But like, you fall into a black hole, it's a time portal, and you could, you're hovering in between space and love gets you out of the... Nah, man. Yeah. If you're going to... Like, this movie didn't have that. It's like, no, no we're playing hard and fast... But the actual rules of science, this is what would happen. The Interstellar was doing that until the third act. And this is like, well, no, but love can pull me out of this black hole. And I think it I think conceptually the, the concept of reverse entropy is really fun. And it actually goes into my fixes. I think it can be. Well, I have one fix and then like kind of a diet fix. Oh, like a little okay. mini fix. Okay. Um, or just I have one movie I'm putting it into that I think would actually like kind of make the film really rad. Cool. And then one that's just kind of fun. Oh neat. Um Yeah, I just I don't know. It was the whole time I watched this with my father because he's down at the shore with us. Mm-hmm. And the whole time he was just like he was like, That was an awesome fight scene. I have no idea what's going on. And I was like, Yeah, I yeah, I'm not sure. The choreography was really good and very smooth, almost to its detriment. Yeah. Because, like, oh, that was really smooth. Oh, was that, that move was, was backwards. Was, oh, it that backwards? Was, was that backwards? I, I think so. Like, it could have showed its hand a little more. It could have showed a hand, its hand a little more and just done some more tricks. Yeah. But also, like, I don't understand how the car is driving backwards 
I don't get how that work. I don't. Uh huh. I just don't. They didn't teach me enough about the world for me to understand what was happening half the time. Because like I believe Christopher Nolan as a filmmaker thought all of this through. Oh, it's on a whiteboard. They had this thing graphed out. I believe that it all makes sense if you really stare at it. But you didn't spend enough time helping me out as an audience member to fully grasp. And it and it that level of like that level of not understanding it sometimes in certain circumstances, keeping your audience in the dark only is like to be like, ta-da, to amaze you. But in this, it just alienates you. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. And not in a, not in like a fun, like, oh, no, like what's going to, no, I'm just like, pres- oh, I don't know why I care. The Prestige did it. Yes. That was, that was great. And Inception also did it like, uh, and so did, um. And um, the first thing that he did, which was the whole backwards movie. Why am I blanking on the name of it? Uh, Memento. Memento. Yeah. Like, that, yes. they they set yes. up the rules. They showed us the rules. They Inception made sh- spends an, the whole first act explaining to us how it works. Yep. Because that, you need you need a kick to get from one level to the next. Yep. Like, okay, it's, uh, we're walking through this. I this is great. it. From and and you need to yes and it makes and it makes the film so much more that enjoyable. Third act, you know what? I you gotta watch it like again. You're it's, a part of it. Yes, that movie is so good. so good. But this movie, when they're explaining entropy and reverse entropy, well, these bullets are you know oh don't don't shoot the gun, just think you shot it. Well, the the bullet came back to me. Just that nope, that doesn't the fighting your backward self. That's interesting. Yeah, that's something that's like, oh, he's going backwards and he's going forwards. I can see how this kind of works. This is a little easier to comprehend. Yeah, but like, oh no, you gotta. Th- th- that is to feel that you've shot. No, I don't. Yeah. Nope, nope. We're we're too far. We're once we're just one step too far. We're just one step too far. Reverse entropy yourself, Nolan, and just you know what the scenes leading a little bit of the that Deadpool two uh, ending. Someone just needs to travel oh. back in time, and we yeah. don't need to kill past. Nolan, no, no, no. We just need to whisper in his ear. Hey, maybe have a little bit more fun with this script. Have more it, fun. Just take it a little less serious. Yeah, that's all. That's it. Just take it just a slightly bit less serious, and maybe give your protagonist a name. Because throw a little inception. Make them actual that. characters. Yep. How about you make them characters instead of just you know analogs in the script? Because like, this isn't fun. No, not a many, not a lot of people are having a good time. Yeah. <sighs> Appreciate the shots, though. Wow, some of those shots are. It's awesome. very beautiful. Like, it, it, like t- from a technical standpoint, this movie is a f- amazing. I also think. I also think the genre is incorrect. What? I don't think this should be a spy film. Oh, okay. I think it should be a heist film. Oh. I think Inception like leaned into it being a heist, mm-hmm. and I and I and I so I I feel like like stealing the algorithm instead of fighting for it. Yeah. 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 Hmm. Because that's you have way more intrigue, and I thought like a spy action flick. They were like, "Oh, it'll be like spies and intrigue and stuff mm-hmm. like that." And I'm like, "Yeah, but you kind of need the twists and turns of a heist." Yes, and a, and a heist film would allow you to have more time with the setup and the planning, and uh-huh. there's more time for people to talk about stuff. Yep, and because you wouldn't need more. We time. We have the montage to, of them explaining, like less really, less fighting, really yeah. leaning into the mechanics of reverse entropy. Uh huh. And and milking it dry for conceptually what's fun about it. Mm-hmm. Whereas a spy film is that you're just going to point. I will give this movie credit. You know what this movie does? They say, you need to go do this. And then they go, do it. 
it's like bing bang boom. Like it's who like this movie clips until it doesn't. It clips almost too fast because there are and I caught this on the second time through as I was you know going through reverse entry. Yeah, that the the big the big dialogue. The there's a couple of really important sentences that Robert Pattinson says about like, hey, this is what's happening. This is what's going on. Yeah. This is what you need to pay attention to. But they're just walking down the street in a nonchalant, you know, uh, scene, uh, just or a like, scene. Yeah. Just, and they just say like, oh crap, that's the really, that was really important. But that was in no way, like they didn't focus on it. They just, it's like nonchalant. Oh yeah, blah, 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 reverse entropy, blah, blah, blah. And then they keep going. I was like, wait, wait, wait that actually turns out to be really highly important. Oh, you're traveling back in time a week to get this girl safe from the gunshot? You just mentioned the grandfather paradox? Like, yeah, they think they can do it because of the grandfather paradox. Like, wait a second, I know the grandfather paradox. That's not what it means! Well, no, they think because they've thrown that out. They explain that. Yeah, but the, but it's so yeah. nonchalant. I know, it's just... I, That's the it's thing. It's hard like, to the, keep the, the up. Big, the bigger concepts are just thrown out so so naturally and not focused on. Like, they did, like, it, like Inception, when it's like... No, no, boom, 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 need the kick, do the thing. Each level's a different timeline or different time, you know, uh, time travels at a different, or moves at a different rate depending on what level you're at. Don't ever go to the last level because that's like hell. So like, okay, great, got it. Thanks for all the time. And it was fun while you showed me all these things. Yeah. Neat. This doesn't do any of that. Yeah. Him sucking a bullet out of a rock in the, at the university, doesn't. that's not fun. Yeah. <sighs> movie is frustrating yes it is yes it is um shall we get into our fixes i think we should fix it fix it all right now since you have two do you want a sandwich mine no 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 i think uh, i'm excited for yours my my second one is just is more just a little moose bouche oh okay um so oh so jay's going uh, first removing uh, yeah yeah i think so sure yeah um, so in, in, in the concept of adding entropy into another existing film and using entropy to fix said film, mm-hmm. um, I, and what we were talking about with heists earlier, I am adding the concept of reverse entropy as a, as a scientific reality. I am adding it into oceans 12, which I think is the only of the Oceans film that really just kind of doesn't land right. Because they already got it, and the whole thing was Here's there. the thing. That's an interesting play, but I think the cons... You'll see in just a moment, Reverse okay. Entropy actually makes that play interesting. Sure. Because it adds another layer. Sure, sure, sure. So, okay. Not much is changing about this movie, and this okay. is why I kind of came up with a little one, because like this one's going to kind of clip along. Can you along. just remind me again of what happens in Ocean's 12? I know they're going after the, the Faberge Ocean's egg, 12, right? They are, they, uh, the bad guy from the first movie mm-hmm. finds out that they were the ones that stole his money. Right. So he basically captures them, like, and is like, I want my money back. And they're like, we don't have it. We spent like half of it. Mm-hmm. Oops. And he's like, well, I'm going to kill everyone you know if you don't, you know, the whole thing. Okay. And so they find they are given a tip about an old stock. Uh, like someone has uh, a copy of the first stock certificate ever issued. And it's worth wow. like a ton of money. Sure. Um, both as value of the stock, mm-hmm. but also like from a historical perspective, it's oh, yeah. priceless. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they're given a tip about that. They go to try and steal it. They are beat by this Frenchman called the Fox. 
Oh, that's right. They're yep. be- they're beaten to the punch there. They go meet the fox because uh, they figure out uh, through meeting with him that he's the one that turned them into. Um, oh, okay. Yep. And so uh, he challenges, he says he will give them the money to uh, Benedict if they can steal this Fabergé egg. He kind of issues them a challenge. Cool. And okay. so they go through all of this stuff mm-hmm. to sh- steal the Fabergé egg. And uh, eventually, um, they uh, eventually it turns out that they just put on a whole show to distract the fox of them trying to steal it. But they had already stolen it like three days earlier, just so they could get it under the wire. Um, And basically, they kind of they kind of double cross Mm -hmm. uh, the fox a little bit. Um, which is an int- it's one of those things where it's like it's very clever, but as an audience member, it just kind of feels flat because I was like, oh, so we just had to do all this nonsense just to keep up appearances, which is very clever. Fool this guy, but yeah. it just doesn't fe- it doesn't have the same feel of the big of, of the Ocean's big Eleven. Sure, mm-hmm. you know, just didn't it didn't land correctly. I, yeah, I remember that was the first time ever I ever saw that maneuver of like, oh no, we already got this. Haha, surprise. Like, oh, yes, it didn't land as good as the first one did. But, like, that was the first time I ever saw that type of trick. So I was like, oh, that was pretty neat. That's interesting. I've never seen that before. Um, Yeah. Okay, so. And, okay, so. uh, Movie starting very similarly. Benedict uh, issues in this challenge. Mm -hmm. They have to go. uh, They have to figure out, uh, steal this stock. Okay. Fox uh, double crosses them. Uh, they go and, uh, but they're not a hundred percent sure how he got in mm-hmm. because they've been staking out the building for a really long time. Right. And he got in, in like a very, um, like a very, uh, weird way and they're not sure how he did it. Right. Um, and so, uh, they go and, uh, they go and meet up with the Fox to try and, uh, like figure out what the deal is with this guy. Cause sure. it's like, clearly he's scoping them out. So it's mm-hmm. like, we got to go meet our enemy. And we find out that, um, it's the whole thing again. It's like they, they were they're in the, in the crime community deemed like the best thieves because, sure, they, yeah. And, and he's mad because that was usually his reputation. Right. And so he's like, Hey, like I've issued this challenge of the Fabergé egg. I need then And they're talking shop about stuff. And he finally reveals that like, you're going to steal this Fabergé egg. I I have this device on me that al- that allows me to reverse my entropy. Um, and he was like, "I you're going to try and steal this Fabergé egg, um, but I am, but I am going to do everything in my power. Like I'm already in the future trying to stop you from doing this." <laughs> um. Okay. Cool. And so. And they're like, oh, well, okay. Um, and so they uh, get this whole... Um, oh, wait. Can, can I interject real quick? Yeah. So when he tells them this, do we then see the, 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 him heisting the, uh, the stock as he's explaining how it works? Uh, yes. It, uh, as, an, as an explanation it's, it's showing, of, of the MacGuffin? Yes. Thank you for reminding me because this is actually important. Because he is talking about... They're actually standing in front of, like, in the safe where he keeps... Uh, where he, where he has the stock up, right? Mm-hmm. And he's telling them like what he did in order to like it. He's mm-hmm. like, this has changed the game on how things go, and like every step you take, like I'm going to be in the coming in the opposite direction to bamboozle you. So if you can steal this without before I can steal it from you, like then I'll just give the money to Benedict and and I'll call and sure. we'll just call it fair. Yeah. And so time heist. Yeah. 
they put on uh they put on this huge um it, and it's only at that meeting is only Brad Pitt and um and uh uh what can it George Clooney. Yes. And so uh what ends up happening is we have the plot go along uh very similar. Mm-hmm. Uh they're putting on this huge uh they're putting on this huge show of of everything. And Julia Roberts is still there. Julia Roberts is still there. We still do the Ju- Julia, Julia Roberts, Roberts fake. Okay. Um, now, uh, eventually, uh, what what inevitably comes out is that we figure out uh, uh, we get to, we get to the end, and they reveal to the fox that they've already stolen the Fabergé egg, mm-hmm. and then there is a double cross there. Where the fox is like, I actually stole it from the person that stole it. Now, okay. Um, <laughs> um, we uh, we see uh, <laughs> and so they're like, oh crap, and they they feign all this like, oh you're better oh, than no, us, you're better, you're better than, than yeah, us, mm-hmm. and he he goes into his uh. He goes into the takes that like is putting the, putting it in the vault mm-hmm. with all of his other stuff, and then we cut to and we realize on the wall the uh, the stock is gone, and they're like ah yeah like we you know, we're actually good, <laughs> like we are we already paid Benedict off like we're fine, we just kind of wanted to see the look on your face when that was gone. Last shot of the 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 uh, the. the uh, the last sequence of the movie and mm-hmm. the big reveal that we get mm-hmm. is we get uh, and they're like and they're like six months in the future, um, and it's <laughs> it's Matt Damon is uh, like near the fox in some capacity, mm-hmm. like bumps into him, and then uh, Matt Damon bumps into him, lifts the reverse entropy machine mm-hmm. he has on him, and we get a montage. Of Matt Damon learning how to like speak backwards and move and move in a in a reverse entropy way that m- looks like he's moving forward in time. So like when we saw the first, the, and the, so Matt Damon is moving ba- it, uh, while everyone else is moving forward. Matt Damon's character is just moving backwards through the movie, but uh, trying to appear like he's moving forward at times. So th- when we're watching the first, you know. Going through before the reveal, there's you can just see like there's something just Any, every just once in a while little, there's a little thing in Matt little, Damon uh, he just a little looks a little giddy-up. weird, yep. just something mm-hmm. like especially like in the Julia Roberts sequence and things like that when they have to like when they have to improvise and things like mm-hmm. that like you just it's Matt Damon and his speech is a little weird and the whole time he's like no I'm doing an impersonation of another person they're like okay but like I just, I just feel a little off but George yeah, there's, there's, and Brad know what's up. And so he is moving backwards through the movie the whole time. And so, and then we cut back to, and then it says like uh, six months uh, or six months earlier. Yes, yeah. And it's just them figuring out, uh, it's like Matt Damon moving back in time, like figuring out where they're like, oh, we know where his safe is now. So he lifts lifts the thing so like right after that first meeting and he when he issues in the, the first meeting when he the, issues the challenge when the, after they see leave, Matt Damon, Damon sneak in and grab it and then just bail isn't that fun that's fun so it it takes the concept of them having already stolen it right 
but just en- to an nth degree. And we also get to see Matt Damon like trying to t- learn how to talk backwards. And it's him just yeah moving backwards <laughs> through the movie the whole time. Isn't that fun? That's fun. That's fun. Because the movie, like the movie, ends with what? Maybe about fifteen minutes left in its runtime. Yeah. And then it's just a fifteen-minute montage of just watching how it actually happened. Mm-hmm. Of him just oh, that yeah, of him like having to like move for backwards and forward. Like maybe he turns it off every once in a while. There, there could be some bits in there mm-hmm. where like he has to um, improvise forwards. But yeah, it's uh, that's cool. Yeah. So like they're like he. he they don't even st- they, yeah they steal the Fabergé egg early but that is like a double bluff mm-hmm. and then he steals it back and he's like ah oh, I got there I, I read their bluff it's no problem like first entropy man but like we bamboozled you in the future even further in the future haha yeah and I feel like like the last scene of the movie is um him is uh like George and Brad are walking out like walking away from uh walking away from the Fox's place and uh, it's uh, Matt Damon. We see Matt Damon like basically like slip the thing back on the Fox and like turn himself back on. And, and he's like, what are you doing in my house? Like, I don't know. And he just catches back up with them and he's just like, all right guys, cool. Everything's taken care of. Let's, let's party. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That's how you add a reverse entropy into like a heist movie. You just have to have one person going backwards the whole time. And also you can see the fox do some fun stuff. Sure, yeah. Like, you know, all of his, like, laser jumping, mm-hmm. whatever the crap he There's does. more. We focus directly on the backwards moving, so you get a better sense of what's yes, actually but happening. But the entropy, we, the entropy we are aware of, and it is happening, but it is coming from an antagonist. Yes. So we don't know, we don't see it coming from our protagonist. Mm-hmm. They're doing the best they can to stay one step ahead of him, but it's very difficult. Now, my my little amuse-bouche. Amuse-bouche. Um, I would add a reverse entropy to to the 90s classic live-action film, The Flintstones. Do you have, like, weird, like, a weird affinity for that movie? No. Was that movie, like, weirdly evocative to you? I don't have ever seen it. Oh, it's good, I actually. The, it's very good. The Flintstones, uh, yeah. I have vivid memories about that one, and I'm not really? sure why. Maybe leave it. Uh, leave some messages in the well, comments. If, like, the, you just have, like, weird, vivid was memories. Was Halle Berry of, in that? Yes. Maybe that's it? Uh, no. No? Not really my type, Halle. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, we... Uh, okay, so uh, in this movie, uh, we have Fred, Wilma, Barney, Betty. Right. You know, all the characters. Do you know? Um, it comes to light that... Uh, Barney and Fred are working at, you know, the, the quarry mm-hmm. and there is another quarry in town that for some reason is just like able to outpace the quarry that they work at. Okay. And so their quarry shuts down. Oh, no. Fred, Fred gets fired, mm-hmm. but he's like the foreman at the point mm-hmm. and Barney is kind of a lower end of the totem pole. Um, and so they're unemployed. Now Barney ends up getting a job at the, at the competitors, but they won't hire Fred because he's, was too he high was up. At, yeah. He was too high up mm-hmm. at the other organization, so they they have no place for him. Sure. Uh, and so it comes to light that like while Barney is going there, like their friendship is deteriorating right. because Barney like kind of like leans into. There's all this like, there's all this like stuff that like in prehistoric times they it's all like tech. Okay. Like there's stuff that they shouldn't have, but they're trying to. Oh, all, they're all trying to keep it a secret. That's how they're pumping out like more more rock and stuff, like they're. 
Okay. Yeah. So they're basically like, uh, or they're basically they're getting tech from somewhere. Like something, like something's going on. And so uh, Fred and Barney's uh, friendship deteriorates, mm-hmm. uh, but eventually, like the quarry gets to a point where it's it's working too fast, mm-hmm. and it's like it's basically like causing earthquakes, like fracking and stuff like that. Sure. Um, and so, like, the town is in disarray, and Fred tries to, like, stop Barney and, like, save Barney, and they find out uh, that um, Barney's like, yeah, this is, well, I don't know what, I don't know what I was thinking, like, and they reconcile, uh, and they make their way into, like, this new, like, new Corey's offices, and they find, um, they find all of this, like, future age tech. Sure. Um, and eventually, uh, uh, and eventually they find a, a like a computer situation. Okay. They figure out how to boot it up as prehistoric uh, people that they are. The files and they, are in the computer. They find an SOS message in in the computer. Okay. Um, they find an SOS message uh, for someone who works for Spacely Sprockets, who has been uh, sending this technology back to this old quarry, and we realize that it's Spacely's, you know, rock quarry. Yeah. And it's George Jetson. And he has sent an SOS message back to the past that his boss, the owner of Spacely Sprockets, yes. is trying to just like start his company earlier so they will just they'll be able to make more money because they'll be they will have established all the way in the prehistoric times. Oh, hundreds of thousands of hundreds years. Hundreds of thousands of years ago. So they're like getting themselves like ahead of time. And so and so uh Fred and and George Jetson uh, they figure out a way to communicate that, like, Fred will, like, paint on cavern walls that George will be able to see and then send messages back. Okay. And so they have to basically, like, shut down Spacely's, you know, sure. rock quarry mm-hmm. in order to. But we're also getting, like, sequences in the future of, like, George, like, having to, like, you know, hack into systems. Sure. And, like, dot, you know, we're getting, like, you know, yeah. And eventually, yeah. And it eventually leads to, like, them, like, dismantling Spacely's sprockets. Um but then eventually, like, and all this reverse entropy, like, has to go. Um, but then at the end of the movie, we get George showing up through a time portal. And like, well, when they got rid of reverse entropy, they figured out another way to time travel. It's like, hi, I just hi. wanted to meet my new friend. And so we get George Jetson and live action George Jetson and live action Fred Fonson. Yeah. That's reverse entropy, baby. There you go, baby. All, all the right. way all the way to the beginning. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, the Hanna-Barbera cartoons didn't didn't resonate with me as a kid. I will say, you should watch the Flintstones movie. It's actually pretty fun. Oh, okay. It holds up? I haven't seen it in a while, but I remember really enjoying it as a kid. How old were you? Eight, maybe. Sure. I'm old! <laughs> You're not that old. All right, hit me with your fix, baby. Okay, I, I am adding reverse entropy into a, a different film, and I believe this is the first time I'm doing this type of uh, genre as a, as a fix. All right. Uh, so here we go. Uh, I'm not going to tell you the title of the movie. You will, you will discover it as we go. All right, here we go. Uh, we start in the future. There's, okay. No, there's no, there's no like numbers. Future. It's just, it's just clearly we're in the future. Okay, great. And uh, we we're see- putting little pizzas in the pizza machine and making them big. Oh, we're well past that point. Oh, okay. Oh yeah, we're, we're yeah we're, oh, we're, right. just, we're just we're just taking pills at this point. All right. Um, we see an an older gentleman. Probably in his he's in his like early seventies or whatever. He's sure. working and he uh, he's working in his uh, his lab, and all of a sudden the cops bust in and they go, "Benjamin, you're under arrest!" 
And it's like, oh, what are you talking about? My my experiments are going to help everybody. You you don't have no idea what you're doing. And I was like, no, time, you know, reverse entropy is against the law. Rah, 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 rah. You know, by temporal order, blah, 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 blah. Okay. You don't understand. We can solve so many problems with this. You leave me alone. You, you guys don't understand. And there's just a kerfuffle and a little scuffle. And uh, Benjamin knocks into his reverse entropy machine. And there's a big, bright flash. And then all of a sudden, he's just gone. These two time cops are just sitting there like, uh-oh. What just happened? Well, we got to figure this out. Let's open a case. Okay. Bright white flash, and all of a sudden, we're all way in the back, in the past. It is November 11th, 1918. Okay. And uh, a young woman in her 20s is giving birth, and the doctor pulls out the baby, and he gives, like, this baby uh, the stankiest of faces because it seems that this woman has given birth to a very tiny old man. <laughs> what's his name, Adam? Well, his name is Benjamin. What's his last name? He was he was born to the family button. <laughs> Are you just trying to add science to the whimsy and magic of Benjamin Button? Jay, I'm going to add so much science down the throat hole of <laughs> Benjamin Button. You don't even know. Guys, I timelined this whole thing okay, out okay. that I probably will post on Discord. Just as a heads up, if you want, you want, you want the timeline of this, what I'm about to go through, I'm going to post it on Discord. So, much like the curious case of Benjamin Button, uh, the next part of the movie is pretty much the same thing. Uh, the, his mom dies in childbirth and is really sad, and the dad's oh, like, no. I don't want this old man baby to the retirement home with you. Yeah. And so Benjamin, for the next like 20 years, is at this retirement home. Um, but as he's de-aging, I guess, sure, he is getting healthier, so he eventually leaves. But while he's there, he does meet a uh, Daisy. Okay. A young girl whose yeah. grandmother or something, whatever, however, I never, guys, I've never seen this movie. I just read the Wikipedia tree just as a heads up. But he meets Daisy. They have a friendship because he taught, he tells her all these stories about the future. Oh, and, okay. And, but this is like, you know, it's in the 1920s. So like, she's like, oh, this is amazing. This is, but he's like telling her the truth of what yeah. humanity has been able to do. And she's like, oh, that's great. W- women will never be able to do any of those things. He's like, no, you don't understand. Like, there's so many great things we accomplished in the future. Oh, that's just, that's just a fanciful old man. Ha, 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 ha. But eventually, like, people start catching on, like, wait a second. You're getting younger. This is a little weird. Because um, his mind is still, he's, he doesn't start at zero. He's starting with the mind that he had in the future. So he's still the same guy that he yeah. was when he jumped. So he, so he, you know, he de-ages, and he gets into his 50s. And so Daisy's, like, in her 20s, somewhere around there. And he goes out and travels the world because he's looking for the time equivalent technology because he still has all future knowledge in his head. He's like, I gotcha. know how to do things. I just need the stuff to do it. Kind of like, you know, those, those uh, TNG episodes when like data gets lost in the past. He's yes. like, I figured out how to do it. Or like when Doc in three yeah. is like, I did I mean, an ice cube machine. Like it takes up the whole room, but ice, <laughs> <You know? laughs> stuff like that. He's, he's scouring the planet for materials and stuff to like build the things that he needs. Yeah. So eventually... Uh, he and uh, Daisy get to that sweet spot of, you know, like when it would be like appropriate in their, their, their difference in age isn't creepy anymore. But also, yeah, but also they're in the middle of him going backwards and her going forwards. Yes. Yes. And so when he finally comes back and realize, and Daisy at this point is like, kind of like 
alluded to like, hey, I really like you. And he's like, no, that's, hey, no, because that's not, you're too young and stop. Yeah. And like, I'm very old, but like also no. Uh, they finally get to the point of like, okay, you know what? This is okay. And he's like, realizes like, no, I really actually do care for her. The, I, okay, I, okay. I can be, I, you know, if she's, this is a, uh, this is a, she's making a, a, she's making a choice. I'm not forcing yeah. this on her. This is what she wants. Okay, great. The problem is that when he comes up and when he comes back from his travels and he has all these materials and stuff, he finds out that Daisy's in a relationship with another man. Oh no. Oh no. But he tells her how much he cares about her. Yeah. And then Daisy uh, cheats on the guy that she's with. Okay. With Benjamin. Sure. And so they have an affair and uh, she eventually leaves this guy for him. They have a kid and everything's great for about 20 years because then at that point they're out of the sweet spot because now he's too young and she's too old. And he realizes like, this isn't going to work anymore. Unfortunately, like we both love each other, but like we know time to fake my own death. So he's got to go. So Benjamin leaves and now he's, he's somewhere about in his twenties. Sure. And it's also somewhere in and around, uh, I believe he's in his, I think this is around the 1990. This is in the eighties. He's in the eighties. Okay. So he, we follow Benjamin. He, he, he leaves, um, older Daisy. And he keeps de-aging. And now we just follow him for the next little while into the 90s. And eventually, with all the materials that he's gathered over the past, you know, 70 years, he's, you know, and time's running out for him. He yeah. realizes, like, I'm... I'm going to be a baby soon. Uh, yes, I'm going to be too small and, like, too, mu- too much of a child to be able to pull some of this stuff off. Like, I'm already a teenager. Like, the clock is ticking before, I ha- I'm, before yeah. I'm screwed. I don't want to die as an infant in a woman's arms a couple years before Katrina. That sounds like a horrible fate. I surely don't want that. Yeah. That's how the movie ends. I know. That's really sad. Yeah. Um, even though I didn't want to, just read it. I was like, oh my God, that's so, that's so terrible. Um, so he realizes, finally, he f- figures out the Uno reverse card of his entropy. Uh, so he reverses his reverse entropy. And so he's now back on normal aging. His entropy is now normal. In, in As, the 1990s. In the 1990s. Oh, wow. Okay. So then we jump to... He's so like, he buys Jinkos? He, oh, my God. Yeah, he, man. He, he looks rad in those yeah. Jinkos. What's his Pog situation looking like? He's, he's got, got all the Pogs. Pogs. He's got but he knows exactly which ones to get. He's from the future. He knows which ones are popular. That's fair. He's got future knowledge in his head. Yeah. So he's buying Pokemon booster packs and just putting them in, just putting them in a safety deposit mm-hmm. box. Yeah, yeah, for the future because yeah. he knows how much they're going to cost. Absolutely. So we follow him. He now has a plan. Okay, well, time travel is easy for us in the future. I just need all the parts now here, which I can cobble together, especially, you know, probably in the next 20 years or so. So we follow him all the way through to the, tw- the 2030s where he's like, I'm now 45. This is perfect. I'm going to go back in time before that guy shows up and I'm going to be with Daisy. Oh. So he travels from two, the 2030s to 1957, which is before he meets up with her in the 60s, uh, when his his first his first backwards yes yes yes, yes 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 he meets up with her and he after she comes back from a thing or whatever and they're, and they're again they're they're in the sweet spot now he's like, she's like in her young early 30s and he's 45 so like that's fine and they're like okay let's be together and so they, they start dating and then he realizes oh the first time I did this when I came back from my travels with all the, getting all the materials and stuff that the man that Daisy was with, who I never actually saw, was me. Okay. So, when Daisy sees younger or older, you know, the first pass through, uh, Benjamin, and she talked, because she's already in love with Benjamin, he's like, okay, this is, 
you, it's okay. Go be with my older, younger self. This is perfectly fine. I'll, you know, I know how long, you know, do just have the best relationship possible. Yeah. Because he's not going to tell you're going to have a kid, but they're going to have a kid. So he has, that, that has to keep going. That yes. has to happen. So in the meantime, he keeps doing science and realizes how to finally stop entropy. Okay. Because he's had more time now. And again, future yes. guy. And he's, 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 he's lived sure. well over 100 years yeah. at this point. Yeah, 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 yeah. So by the time, and we were following, he was tinkering stuff, all sorts of stuff, cool stuff. So by the time in the 80s, when uh, young Benjamin and older Daisy are realized they're, they're, this isn't going to work anymore because their age difference is too much, uh, when older Daisy leaves, older uh, Benjamin is waiting for her. And he goes, hey, I have uh, a question to ask you. Um, do you want to be with me for as long as you want? Because I have the ability to stop our aging. I'm not saying we could live forever. We could if we really wanted to, but like, I'm not saying we should do that. I'm just saying like, I can just stop our entropy. Huh. Do you want to just be with me? And before she is able to answer, the time cop from the beginning of the movie comes out and says, Benjamin Button, you're under arrest for all this temporal stuff and, you know, rubble, 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 rubble. And he's like, you, you actually, you can't arrest me. This is, a, this is, a, this is a, a closed loop. I've always done this. The reason why the future exists is because of me doing this. And lays out the fact that, Daisy, what was going to be your answer? And she goes, I was going to say yes. And it's like, and we have a daughter who's now in charge of the, the button factory that I got back in the past. You know, blah, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Like that company actually turns out to be like one of the main driving forces of the future. Because Daisy and I are just going to be here and we're going to actually help usher in the future that we have. Because you know what the, the, all the crazy things that was going on yeah. in the beginning of the 21st century? Yeah, we're the ones that actually help get humanity past that with our being just altruistic and, you know, being, uh, yes. um, what's the word when people who have lots of money, give it to people to, for good causes. Uh, for philanthropy. Yes. With all our philanthropy and just pushing science forward. Yeah. I'm the reason why the future exists. I have to be here. And the time cops like, Oh my God, you're, you're right. This is a closed loop. Well, and you guys really do love each other. Well, okay. I guess we'll, well, crap. It looks like I have to close the, ca- the the curious case of Benjamin Button. Boo! Boo! <laughs> and Benjamin and Daisy live for as long as they want. Huh. And happily ever after. Huh. That's buck wild. That is absolutely buck wild. Again, I'll put the, t- the picture of the timeline. I no, drew, that's out, drew nuts, it on the board. I had, to, I had to draw it on the board. Like, wait a second. Wait a second. I could do this. That's I've got really, an idea. That's really fun. Yeah. That's really fun. Hot damn, dude. That's great. Oh, and Daisy, they, Daisy fakes her death in Katrina. That, that part, like, her, oh, okay. her, because her daughter needs to, like, have some closure. Yeah. Because that wouldn't be cool. They, they realize that Katrina's coming up soon. So they'll fake their own deaths. And they'll fake their own deaths. Oh, okay. So that her daughter's got the closure and moves on with her life. And she does, and does every because she because he is his own great 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 grandfather. That's bananas, but I love it. That's hilarious. Very well done. Closed loop, baby. Yeah, man. Time you travel. Went, you went all over that end. Catch it. Catch it. Woo. 
Well, we did it, everybody. We, we did. I, I Jay, we, we did a tenant episode. We did a tenant episode. We weren't sure if we were going to, but we did it. We yeah, it was it was touching over a second because honestly, the real fix of tenant is like just hey, have them a little bit more fun. Don't take just us have so, more fun. Don't give us so more serious. twists. Don't take it so serious. Just yeah. have a little bit more fun. Yeah, make it a heist. Make Matt Damon go through the whole movie backwards. <laughs> yeah, because like they could set it up that like oh like Matt Damon's like in prison or something. Yeah. There's a reason why, so yeah, yeah. And they're like, oh, he's not coming? It's like, oh, no. Oh, wait, he showed up. Why are you here? I'm not out of it. I'm forward Matt Damon. <laughs> Hello, forward time traveling humans. <laughs> All right, everybody. Well, thank you guys so much for, uh, thanks so Matt much for listening. Damn it. <laughs> you, know what he, it is? you know what the trick is? You got to enunciate at the end yeah. of the word. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you're listening to this wherever you catch your podcast, if you wouldn't mind uh, leaving us a quick review, uh, I I love reading them and they're fun. Maybe hit, hit us with some five stars. I don't know your Ooh, life. Yeah. Ooh, baby, we love to see it. Also, if you're catching this on YouTube, if you wouldn't mind, you know, doing what you're supposed to like, subscribe, hit that bell, do that YouTube that you do so well. Uh, we love making this show, and we're so glad you're listening. Uh, and we will uh, catch you guys next week when we will be fixing Ant Man. Quantumania. Oh, that's right. We are. A movie I really like, by the way. No, I think there's some stuff that, to fix in there. I'm sure. I just really enjoyed that movie the first time I watched yeah. it. Yeah. I don't know. Brian seems pretty gung-ho on it. A lot it, of so. people don't like that movie, Jay. Yeah, I get it. A lot I get, of people don't like it. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. I, the Ant-Man's, I've never taken them too seriously to, but to begin with, so I don't know. I don't get it. But what are you going to do? What are you going to do? I guess I'm, we're going to fix it. <laughs> indeed. Uh, as we end every episode, heartbreak feels good. In a place like this. It's the reverse entropy bullet that you don't see common, Jay. See what we did there? Oh, close the loop. Close loop, baby. Bye, everybody. Bye. <laughs> oh, okay. I, I thought you had a spreadsheet of your fix. I do not have a spreadsheet. I mean, it is concise. Yeah, I'm sure it's great. So it's I'm excited super, about it. It just kind of goes through, you know, I'm there's not, no act structure in this one. Just like, timeline, here we go. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs>